Hi, it's Josh here, one of the pastors at West Valley Christian Church, where we exist to love God and love people. I want to welcome you to our podcast, where you can listen and share our weekly messages. Hope you enjoy the podcast. I want to ask you a question uh, this morning. Have you, maybe growing up or even as an adult, ever attempted one of those tongue twisters? You know, uh, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Remember that one? Uh, then there's uh, she sells seashells by the seashore. Okay, so um, this could be like the worst decision I've ever made as a pastor, which there's plenty of those. But uh, I thought it would be fun if we attempted one together. And so um, here's the one I picked. <laughs> no pun intended. So if look up at the screen, and we're going to do this one together, and we're going to do it really, really slow. Are you ready? So it's, it's, it's we're, <laughs> we're going to go at my pace. Peter <laughs> Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, Where's the pack of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked? Hey, give yourselves a hand on that one. All right, now for some of you, I went way too fast, and for most of you, I went way too slow. So I'm actually gonna turn off my microphone, and we're gonna go at whatever pace we can, uh, and let's just see who could just rattle this thing off, and let's see whose tongues get twisted and whose don't. Are you ready? I'm gonna start with Peter, and then we're gonna all just go for it. Ready, set, go. Peter. <laughs> All right. How many of us had our tongues tied on that one? Yes. <laughs> How many of us are glad that whatever we said wasn't recorded? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm back on. Well, you know, we, we can have fun with this, but the truth is, this is a, a, a topic that uh, we all need to deal with. Um, the tongue is an awesome uh, part of a, our body. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. It, it's powerful. And in this short series, we're just going to deal with this this week and next week, we're going to take a look at just how powerful this tongue is. But before we do that, uh, let's pray. Uh, Father in heaven, um, thank you for getting us up this morning, and uh, God, thank you for uh, giving us the ability to communicate. And Lord, um, you know, we could, we could kind of mess up maybe in a, on a tongue twister, but God, we know um, we could really mess up a, a lot bigger in life with our tongue. And yet, at the same time, we could do some pretty incredibly amazing things. God, I'm praying for myself that you help me to communicate uh, your words with your passion, with your conviction, with your truth, and with your hope. And, and I pray that this would be an opportunity for, for me to check myself and for each of us to check ourselves and, and how we do with this thing called uh, the tongue. Uh, God, through your Holy Spirit, just continue to, to be with us in, in, in this place. We love you, God. And it's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. And all God's people said, 
Amen. So you ready for this? This is kind of one of those things where we get up in the morning, we look at the mirror, and we don't look at anyone else's time, but we look at ours. All right? This is kind of a self-examination time. This is a self-check time. So I want to start off by giving some tongue facts. That's right, tongue facts. Here you go. Um, Your tongue can say a lot about your health. Did you know this? Uh, You you look on the the internet and you're going to see all kinds of information by the way your tongue looks. When you look in the mirror, it could tell you about different kinds of diseases. It could tell you about uh, your vitamin levels. It it could tell you about if you're hungry or not. No, (laughs) that's your stomach. Um, but, But the tongue could tell us a lot about our health. Another tongue fact. Your tongue print is, is as unique as your fingerprint. Did you know that? I didn't even know I had a tongue print. But it's as unique as a fingerprint. The third tongue fact. Your tongue could get fat. <laughs> your tongue could get fat. So simply stated, as you gain weight, your tongue could gain weight. And it's because your tongue is uh, 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 largely made up of a high percentage of fat. Um, (laughs) The tongue is one of, I've been, could be quoted as saying it is the strongest because I've read that many times, but I'm going to say this today. It's one of the strongest muscles in the body. The average length of a tongue is three inches. The last tongue fact, that I would like to give you is this. The tongue has the power of life and death. Now, of all those facts, it's the last one that comes straight out of Scripture. If you open up your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, and if you need a Bible, raise your hand, and these fine gentlemen uh, are going to make their way down, and we're going to take a look at Proverbs so if you're, you're trying to figure it out, most of the time your Bible will open up the Psalms kind of there in the middle. And then if you just head right, one book, you've got Proverbs. And you go to Proverbs chapter 18, and we're going to look at verse 21. And really, this is, this is the umbrella. This is the core verse for this week and for next week. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Let's say this together. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. The tongue has the power of life and death. Let's say that again. The tongue has the power of life and death. The tongue is a powerful thing. Have you ever read this passage? Uh, This is pretty amazing if if you're reading it for the first time or if you've read it a thousand times. It's so easy to forget how powerful this little thing is. Church, stop for a moment. Pause for a moment. This, This tongue has the power to give life? And this tongue has the power to bring death? Church, that's pretty serious, isn't it? And as Christ followers, and those of you that have not made that decision yet, man, we're glad you're here. But think about this. As Christ followers, our tongue, our tongue is incredibly powerful. Are are we paying attention to it? 
James talks about the tongue. If you go to the book of James, it's on page uh, 1065 <laughs> in my Bible. So that help, helps none of you probably. But James chapter 3 is an incredible chapter, verses 1 uh, through 12, that talks about the tongue. But I just want to scratch the surface here by looking at James chapter 3, verse 2. It says, we all stumble in many ways. Can I get an amen to that? (laughs) We all stumble in many ways. But if anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a what? He's a perfect man, able to keep his whole body in check. Loose translation of James here. We all struggle with our tongue. We all struggle with what comes out of our mouths or what we would write on a piece of paper or we would type on a text to somebody. We all struggle with this. All means all, right? And so all of us ought to be paying attention to what God's word has to say. It says we stumble. It's amazing that one little trip, one little oops with the tongue can destroy somebody's life. One little stumble has the power to bring death to somebody's life. But let's flip the coin over. An encouraging word can bring life to somebody's life. I think this is a reason why all of us should lean in. This is why I need to lean in to what God wants to say to us today. The tongue is powerful. We're going to look at just two simple things. (laughs) Simple. (laughs) Not so simple. But I've categorized it in two sermons. Today, it's words that heal. And next week, it's words that hurt. Words that heal and words that hurt. So we get to talk about the words that heal today. We can have a smile on our face. This is the positive stuff. What can we do? And you know what I'm excited about as, as one of the pastors here at the church is as I was thinking about this, this sermon series lines up perfect with our core values. And our core values here at West Valley Christian Church are generosity. And you think about when we talk about the tongue and being used in a powerful way, we are talking about how we could be generous with our tongue. A lot of times when we think about generosity, we think about what? We think about money, don't we? But I'll tell you this, not all of us have a whole lot of it and whatever it is that we have, we can be generous with it a little or a lot. And and, and time, we can be generous with time, right? We all have time. But here's something that you maybe never have thought of, that all of us have words. All of us have words and it costs us nothing. But, But we have the ability to be generous with our words, amen? And then, and then fun is another, uh, another one of our core values. And uh, we can have fun uh, with our words, little uh, tongue twisters and such like that. 
Uh, but when you think about the next uh, core value that we have is excellence. And think about how we can be excellent with our words. Have you thought about that? Maybe we're, we're excellent about keeping our car clean or excellent about the job we do or excellent about how, how, how we are as a parent or as a spouse or as a single person. But, but we're talking about we can be excellent with our words. And then life change is another core value of ours. And, and, and may I be as bold as to say this, that somebody... Somebody may be sitting here today or in one of our three services that literally this can change their life. This could change their life because all of a sudden someone's gonna become aware of how powerful this tongue is. And up to this point, maybe they've said, ah, it doesn't matter what I say or how I joke or, or what I do. You know, I was just kidding or it doesn't even matter or those words of anger or whatever. And maybe it's that person that's sitting here today that goes, oh my goodness, I never thought of it this way. And I am praying that it's not just one person, but I pray for all of us in all three services that God will change our life with how we use our tongue. And our last core values team, but like I said, I think there's three, generosity and life change and excellence really are playing out as core values in this message today. Words that heal. Again, realizing the power of the tongue. So how, how do we do this? Well, I'm glad you asked. If you're taking notes, and I, I believe you ought to be taking notes, write this down. Number one, be aware. Be aware. What do you mean, Pastor Word? Pastor Word? <laughs> Pastor Rob? Well, here's the reality. We don't pay attention to the things that aren't on our radar. Right? Like some of you don't give a rip that the Dodgers won two games yesterday. Because it's not on your radar. And I'm not saying it should be. Right? And there's a lot of things in your life that, that, that are on your radar that aren't on mine. But what I am going to suggest and what I believe God's word is suggesting is that we ought to put our tongue on the radar. We ought to consider what is coming out of our mouth or on our fingers being sent out as emails or texts or who knows what else. We ought to put this on our radar. And if it's not on our radar, then we're not going to pay attention to it. And so I believe God's put this on my heart and our hearts here today, to be aware. I want you to turn to Romans. So if you're in James, you're just going to go uh, back a, a few books, and you're going to get to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Paul says this, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy... To offer your bodies as what? Living sacrifices. He says, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of what? It's your spiritual act of worship. And, and, and the last time I checked... The tongue is a part of what? It's a part of the body. And so this quote unquote average three inch muscle needs to be paid attention to. 
And, 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 and it's, a, it's, a, it's a way in which I honor God is how I use my mouth, how I use my tongue. Again, this whole idea of being aware. I, I, I would like for you to turn over to Psalms. Psalms chapter 39. Psalms 39, and we're going to look at verse 1. Psalms 39, verse 1. It says this. I said, I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth as long as the wicked are in my presence. I'm sorry I'm laughing because I could just think about those of us that struggle with the tongue. That If we put a muzzle on us, we'd be all muzzled here this morning. Amen. Just kind of picture that person next to you with a muzzle on. <laughs> now, if it's, that, if it's your spouse, don't be like going out and buying one here this afternoon. Okay? Uh, or pinching, pinching them. But the truth is, the truth is, I will watch what? He says, I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. We are not going to watch our ways or we're not going to keep our tongue from sin if we're not paying attention. If we're not aware of the power that the tongue has. This is, this is one way. This is, this is one way in helping us to, to share words that heal. The second, if you're taking notes, be discerning. Be discerning. Uh, you can put uh, next to it, show discretion. Go to Proverbs again. Proverbs chapter 15. The Bible has so much to talk about the tongue that I'm not even scratching the surface on the passages that are uh, available to us. Just Proverbs alone speaks so much about how to use this thing that gives life and death. But here's another passage, and we're looking at discernment. We're looking at um, discretion. Uh, Psalms, uh, Psalms uh, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 28 says this. The heart of the righteous weighs its answers. But the mouth of the wicked gushes what? Gushes evil. Can you identify with that? Have you been on the receiving end of some of that evil? Or have you been the one that has poured forth that evil? What a great word picture here. The heart of the righteous, someone that's right with God, weighs its answers. That's discernment, isn't it? That's, that's, that's discretion, isn't it? But the mouth of the wicked gushes what? It gushes evil. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 17. Proverbs 17, verse 27. A man of knowledge uses words with restraint, and a man of understanding is what? Even-tempered. A man of knowledge uses words with what? Restraint. Okay? This, again, is showing discretion. This is, this is discernment. And, and then you go to, to James. Go back over to James. We were there a little bit earlier. And we're going to go to James, and we're going to look at James chapter 1. 
James chapter 1, verse 19 says, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to become angry. For a man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. We cannot offer our bodies as living sacrifices if, 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 if being concerned about our tongue is not on the radar. If we're not showing discernment and we're not showing discretion with our tongues. I love all these passages because it gives me hope. It gives me hope. It, say, it says this, Rob, you can make a difference. It's not too late. And you, you can make a difference in people's life. How many of you would love for it to be said of you that because of your words, it took someone from death to life? It took someone from hopelessness to hope. It took someone from discouragement to, to courage. It took someone from fear to, to, to courage. Wouldn't that be wonderful if God just used Small little you, small little me, and a way to bring hope to somebody. Don't you want that for your life? You can, even if you've destroyed with your tongue up, this, up to this point. God says his mercy and his forgiveness is for you and his grace is for your tongue too. And think about this, church. One of the most powerful ways a person could display Christ in their life is to go from a filthy, lying, malicious, gossiping, tear-down, angry kind of tongue to a tongue that praises God and lifts up others. Can you imagine that? Have you been that person? Have you been around that person that just their mouth was just, ah, and then all of a sudden they have an encounter with Christ and you're just like blown away. You're like, are you the same person? This can happen. Have you, um, have you ever regretted something you've said? Oh man. I think all of us could say yes to that, can't we? Like some of you going like, like in the last four hours, <laughs> right? It's amazing the poison that could be spewed out of our mouths. But it's also amazing the life-giving words that could come out of our mouth. God wants to use you in an amazing way. He wants to use me in an amazing way. But we've got to put our tongue on the radar. And we need to be discerning according to these verses. It's heartbreaking. You know, we had another school shooting uh, this week. Innocent lives lost again. And there's always going to be these debates that always arise. And in my personal opinion, 99.9% of what's said is nonsense. But here's something that I'd like to throw out there. What if in every one of these situations, I'm just talking you know, some of these horrific school shootings or what happened out there in Vegas or at the bar in Florida. What if those people that were on the other side of those weapons had people like us in their life spewing 
healing words. I'm just saying, what if? Because whatever happens in this world oftentimes is a result of hurt people hurting people. And I think a lot of the hurt that's gone on in our world has not come from the opposite end of a rifle. It's come right out of the mouth of you and I. That's why this message is so powerful for me and for you. I um, was at a Dodger game last week and I pull in some friends and making my way through the parking lot and I received a text and I opened it as I'm walking and I've just kind of learned that texts that are anything longer than this <laughs> and they're about this are usually not, not good and, but I had time because I'm walking and I'm reading this thing and it's, it's someone that just wanted to unload on Pastor Rob and wanted to let me know what an awful pastor I was and was very specific in what they were sharing and and, um, you know, you kind of learn as a person to kind of get a little tougher, especially if you're in the public eye, because you're, <laughs> you're vulnerable. But uh, I haven't learned how to get real tough. I've gotten tougher. But still, you just read that, and you always are taught. You have to, I, I'm actually to this point where I, I look for truth in something like that. And in this case, it, it just, it was just so far off and so wrong that I wanted to immediately respond. Have you ever had a text like that? An email? And it wasn't like um, Jesus loves you kind of response. It was, uh, what the flip you thinking, you know? Or, yeah, what, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's defense, it's, it's, yeah. And uh, I chose to say you're not responding that, to that thing till about the seventh inning. And that might even be too soon. But I had to set that for myself. And um, so I'm trying to engage in the game and the friends that I'm with, but it's still at the back of my head just going. And at this point, I'm not even mad. I'm just hurt. And um, I don't know if it was God that gave me permission in the seventh inning, but I did respond. And I'll be honest. I was shocked at the words that came out of my mouth, or at least onto that text. Because there was zero defense, and it was, hey, um, thank you for sharing. That kind of stuff. And um, I thanked God for that, because that is not Rob Denton. Um, But I realized that person's hurt right now. And I'd be hurt in their situation. And I'd be confused. And as you've heard me say in the sermon, and you've heard me say often, hurt people what? Hurt people. Why do I share that? Because um, words can be like poison and words can be life-giving. And as your pastor, I struggle still to always have the right response. And I will continue to grow in this. But I want to share that small victory because I don't always do what's right. And maybe you've been on the receiving end of those moments. (sighs) 
Church, it is amazing at how powerful words really are. Um, <laughs> there's a guy by the name of Winston Churchill. You heard of him? And uh, he, he had a tongue, and it was pretty sharp. And uh, he, was, uh, he was known to be better at insults than maybe any human being living at the time. And uh, he had this uh, not-so-great uh, love affair with a, a, a lady by the name of Lady Astor. And uh, one day, when she was entering an elevator, she found Winston Churchill drunk. And she said, Sir Winston, you are drunk. In which he responded, Well, ma'am, you are ugly. And tomorrow I will be sober. There was another time where uh, they had a banter and she said to uh, Mr. Winston Churchill, if I were your wife, I would put arsenal in your tea. And he responded, if you were my wife, I would drink it. We can laugh at this stuff, but words could be so painful, but yet words could be so healing. And when we share words of grace, and we share words of kindness, and we share words of encouragement, God is using us to take that hurt person perhaps and begin healing in their life. What's easy is to shoot poison. What's hard is to be discerning. What's hard is to care about words that come out of our mouth. If you're taking notes, I want you to, to, when you write down be encouraging, I want you to underline that over and over again. You see, encouragement means to instill courage. Encouragement means to instill courage. Now, if I were to ask you to raise your hand, if you want to be encouraged, who would raise their hand? I, I would hope all of us. I don't think anyone's going like, no, 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 just shoot arrows of poison at me. Just, just tell me how awful I am. Just tell me how, how disappointed you are with me. Tell me what a failure I am. Yeah, I don't know about that. But what I do know is people want to be encouraged. You can't encourage people too much. Hebrews chapter uh, 3 verse 13. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 13. Hebrews 3 13 says this, but encourage one another daily as long as I has called it today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. The author says, but encourage one another when? Daily. Encouragement ought to be on our radar every day. And the honest truth, encouragement ought to be on our radar every moment. There's always an opportunity to come along somebody and spur them on, to give them encouragement, to infuse them with that hope that, that maybe they were lacking. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11 talks about encouragement. John chapter 14, if you go there, John chapter 14, uh, verse 27. 
Jesus himself was an incredible encourager. Throughout his ministry, he came alongside people that were discouraged and brought to them courage through his words. John chapter 14, verse 27. It says this, and this is Jesus speaking. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives you. Do not let your hearts be what? Troubled and do not be afraid. This is Jesus Christ coming along somebody and saying, you can do this. You got this. I know you're struggling. I know you're hurting. I know you're disconnected. I know you don't have life going on. I know there's people that are not in your corner, but I am for you. And if I am for you, who could be against you? And this is what we get to do as Christ followers when we've been saved, when, when we've come in right relationship with God because of the blood of Jesus Christ. He doesn't say just go hang out in purple chairs. He says you've got a tongue and I want you to use it as a living sacrifice to bring praise to my name. And one way in which we can bring praise to his name is to come alongside those and build them up instead of tearing them down. Don't let the church be known for gossip. Don't be let it known for lying. Don't let it be known for exaggerating. Don't let it be known for judgment and tearing people down. Let it be known for the grace of God our Father. We could do this. But it's gotta be on the radar. We could tell people in Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six that Katie Matsumoto shared last week. Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and make, and he will make your path straight. You could tell that to someone that's struggling. You could come alongside them and give them hope. A cheerleader. I told you, I have a file in my office. I've shown this many times. Actually, there's two files. One is a file that's in a filing drawer, and it says encouragement, and it just gets bigger and bigger. Anytime I get a word of encouragement, it goes in there. And then I have a second file. It's called discouragement. It's a trash can. I can't let poison run in my body. You can't let poison run in your body. Nor can we be the ones that give poison. Elevate, write this down, elevate frequently. Elevate frequently. What does that mean? That means every day, every opportunity, you could build someone up. You go out to lunch today, Use the waiter or waitress's name. Not in vain. But hey, hey Susie, how's it going? Joe, how's it going today? How's work? Man, thank you for a job well done. Hey, I, I just want to thank you for dot, dot, dot. You know, what, whatever, whoever you come across. Don't even wait to go to the restaurant. It can happen right here in the lobby. We all need encouragement, don't we, church? Uh, one of the things I tell my staff all the time, text during commercials. If you happen to watch a game or something, I text during commercials. And I can send off little texts to you guys all the time. And it doesn't take a whole lot of time. But it says, I'm thinking of you at this moment. And I don't know how many times I've got a response back. Man, I needed that at this time. And you just say, God, lead me to the right people. And maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's a handwritten letter. It's not always just the mouth that are the words, but sometimes it's what we put on paper also that matters. Amen? The last thing I'd like to close with is be worshipful. Be worshipful. James chapter three. uh, Read James chapter three. 
But it talks about, in verse nine, it talks about how with this tongue we could curse man, but we could also praise God. So not only can we, 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 we need to put on our radar to encourage others, but think about it this way. This tongue, use it. Use it to praise God Almighty. Use it. Oh, I can't sing very good. That's okay. He doesn't care about which key. Hit any of them. Hit all of them. <laughs> Worship him with encouraging other people. When you encourage somebody with your tongue, you are worshiping God Almighty. Right. Psalms 150, verse 6, and Psalm 71, 23, they, they talk about singing praises. Well, that's just how I talk. That's how my parents talk. That's how my dad talked. That's, that's just how we roll here in this. No, 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 that's not okay. What does this say? So let's check it. And let's make sure we're using this to build others up instead of tearing people down. Amen? So in concluding, how, how do we do life giving with this tongue? We be aware, we be discerning, we be encouraging, and we be worshipful. May I challenge you to check your tongue this week, to check it today, and use this thing for his glory and not yours. Now let me give you one last secret. You know why I don't encourage at times? It's because it's all about me. The greatest enemy of encouraging is ourselves. Because when we only care about ourselves, why would we want to build anyone else up? So if we get our eyes off ourselves, then we see the needs of others and encouragement opportunities are plentiful. Will you memorize this week Proverbs chapter 18, 21, which says, the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruits. God, thank you. Bless this time. Help us to evaluate. Help us to put this on our radar and help us to make a difference in people's lives for the good and not for the ugly. God, may I shoot life-giving words. May we shoot life-giving words. And may poison be removed from each and every one of us here today. I love you. We love you. In Jesus' name. Remember, Lord. Thanks for listening. For more information, please visit us online at wvcch.org. Have a great day. Your mercies and your love that you've always shown me. You forget all my rebellions that you've always shown me. You forget all my rebellions and my transgressions.